The Locks created this song, 24 Hours to Live. If you hadn't heard it before, go right on YouTube and listen to the words of that song. And there's a part in it that says, you have 24 hours to live. Where would you go? What would you do? Or would you deny that you're about to die? I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, first of all, what was all of this for? Putting Pluto and Aquarius into perspective, it's going to go retrograde. Then it's going to go back into Aquarius, where it's going to stay for 20 years. So let's just say, as an example, you got 20 years to live. Where would you go? What would you do? Or would you deny that you're about to die? All my life, and I'm quite sure there's many people that can relate to this. All my life, I tried to follow the rules and they said, do this and that and that and this. And I did it. And what was it all for? Because in the end, I have to let it all go. I have to let it all go because it means absolutely positively nothing. We buy the house and the car and we go to college and we put ourselves in these, these financial debts. Some people credit card debts. And tie ourselves to interest rates. And tie ourselves to taxes, which is lifelong because it doesn't end. You could be a retired senior citizen and the taxes won't end. The interest won't end. And it makes it harder for you to move to the left or to the right to get out of it. And I say to myself, if I would have known this decades ago, I wouldn't have did any of it. I would have got as much free education as I could from all across the globe, and I would have been a nomad. Y'all remember um, Kai, the hitchhiker? He just went from place to place. He slept wherever he slept and he ate whatever it was that he ate. And the money came from wherever it came from. I wouldn't have been like that far (laughs) off, but... I would have gotten myself like a mobile home. And as long as I could drive to the country, that's what I would do. And if I could rent a a storage unit where I could park 
<laughs> my mobile home in it while I went to another country and got another mobile home, that's exactly what I would have done. I would not have done any of it. All of what I've done, I would not have done any of it. Except for maintain my relationship with God. None of it was worth it. None of it was worth it. Working for other people, laboring for other people, sacrificing for other people, children. I would not have done any of it. When the Civil War happens... The home that I've made for myself, where I settled, won't be worth anything. The money that I've spent was not worth spending. I would have lived such a minimalist lifestyle in a mobile home. And, and with a pet. And I would not have purchased dog food to that extent. I would have given my, my dog or my cat the same food that I eat. One of the things God said to me was watch what's going on in the Middle East. Same thing that happens there is coming to America. And I have been taking notes of it. And I think I've got an entire page of notes. The most recent note I took was listening to the people say that the people in the border, the people at the border in the Middle East, was telling the Palestinians, if you want to leave the country, you got to pay $10,000. How many people in America have $10,000 in their savings account? How, how many people have a credit card with a limit on it where they can pull $10,000 in cash from off of it? Then once the people in the Middle East came up with that $10,000, they changed it and said 15000 then they changed it again and they said 20000 And I thought to myself, how many people have $20,000 up under their mattress in a safe box, in a bank account, on a credit card? How many people even have a 401k? How many people, if they do have a 401k, can cash it in and get $25,000. How many banks will give you $25,000 at one time in cold hard cash? All of the people with babies and 
two-year-olds and the people who they might be taking care of a parent or a grandparent that have Alzheimer's and sundowning. Do you have $50,000 to get two people out of the country when the borders is blocked for you to leave? Do you have $50,000 when, when you get to the airport and the, the people are there saying you can't board the plane unless you pay? All people care about is money. They don't have empathy. They don't have compassion. Sometimes I wonder, should I should I join? <laughs> should, should I be joining that side, you know? What you call them people? Not the military. FEMA. Sometimes I wonder, would I be better off if I joined FEMA? How safe would I be? How safe would my family be if we joined FEMA? Or if I joined FEMA? What about the people who have certain criminal charges where they can't get a passport? What about the people whom they don't have any parents, but they're disabled? They can't work. They're reliant on whatever government assistance that they're getting. Where will they even get $10,000 from? I think about Basan when she said, when the trucks came in and they had different things on there, food and everything else, supplies, and they couldn't get it, and the women had their period, and they couldn't maintain personal hygiene. When the civil, <clears throat> excuse me, when the civil war happens, and there's women who are still young enough that get their period. They don't have sanitary napkins. What will they do? The people who are young enough to still get their period and they got a one-year-old, what will you do? When you got a terrible two toddler and the, and, and the Civil War happens, or you got a family member that got Alzheimer's and sundowning, and you're trying to hide and keep them quiet, and they're not cognizant of what's going on around them, and they make noise, what will you do? Years ago, when a husband and a wife had children and things got too hard, the man would leave. He would never return. And the wife wouldn't know where he went, if he's even dead or alive. She never saw him again. The kids don't know who their father is because he left. He left the woman 
by herself with the children. And when you have nothing being imported, when you don't know how to do anything, when you can't make things from scratch, what do you do? I look at how in the Middle East they told the people, oh, go in this direction. And y'all remember on this podcast, I, I said to y'all, what if they're telling them to go in that direction and it's a trap? It was just something that was on my spirit. And the next thing I know, when I heard reports about it, the people was being sniped. Same thing going to happen in America. They're going to say, go in that direction. And when the people go in that direction expecting to have some type of safety, they're going to be sniped and bombs is going to drop on them and all kind of stuff. Even when the people in the Middle East, they was in one concentrated area. Somebody showed some pictures with all of the tents and I believe this said 1.2 million people, I could be wrong, tightly together in a small area. Bombs was dropped on them. There was no place else for them to go besides leave Palestine. Then I saw something else that said on this island is where we're going to put all of the Palestinians. So if you don't got a boat or a plane or a helicopter, you can't get off of that island. Anybody could go to that island and just drop anything from the sky that they want to drop and come up from the sea and do all type of stuff. And you have, like, where are you going? Same thing is going to happen to the U.S. When I look at Guam, <clears throat> excuse me, I say, that's an island with a military base on it. And a lot of the military People have gotten all sorts of inoculation and all sorts of radiation that they don't even know is even going on. And when their DNA is activated, just like the theorist has said, they're going to turn against the people. Where are you going to go? You have no boat, no helicopter, no plane, no nothing. Where are you going? And then people got such big mouths that they like to put things on the Internet. For attention, you underground in the honeycomb hideout and you putting it on social media for it to go viral and then you, people know where you are. And then your government come along and want to put you out of it. You can't even live underground for free. Why would you open up your mouth and say you got anything underground? That man that built that car that ran off of water and not gas, that thing went viral. The next thing you know, I think he said the CIA, one of them CIA, FBI, somebody, somebody confiscated his car and they took the parts out of it. But he got a car back. He got the car back. 
It took a while, but he got the car back. But the inside of the car that made everything work for more for the water, and whatever it was that held the water, they took it from out of the car. He did not get it back. Zero intentions on giving it back to them, to him. Why would you put it on social media? You could have drove to Mexico and then drove to Belize. And there's some place else you could drive to, which I can't think of off the top of my head. But those places, they connect. You All you had to do was put water in your shit and drive. Why would you put it on social media? So you're telling where you at underground and you're telling that you done built a car that runs off of water. Just genius, huh? You're just showing your gardens and all kind of stuff. All kind of stuff people show for attention. Why? Twenty-four hours to live. Where would you go? Just think. What would you do? Or would you deny that you're about to die? The country itself had been judged. And there's no amount of Repentance that's going to get God to change his mind. And it's because of pride. Yeah, falling in such degeneracy. I saw this girl who was getting the Snap EBT something, food stamp something. And she had went to Walmart, and inside of the Walmart, they had a Starbucks, and she went in there, and she used to snap EBT something, <clears throat> excuse me, to get food. I think it was a sandwich and then a, a coffee, latte, whatever it was. And she put it up on social media, and everybody had such an issue. This is where my tax dollars are going. I can't even get it. I don't even qualify. I'm $2 over the, the, the loud amount that makes me poor. You're a paycheck away from being homeless. And you can't apply for it. But what's interesting is how people are pointing the finger Because they were brainwashed into point your finger over there and don't critically think. Because if you critically think, then you'll be pointing your finger over here where it really should be pointing at. And decade after decade, I see people doing the same damn thing. It's like, when do you snap into reality? When do you see the truth for what it really is? Because whatever the migrants are, is, are getting, nobody should be blaming them. 
whatever the people who get the SNAP EBT something are getting, you can't be mad at them for getting what they're getting. Why? Because somebody wrote it into law to give it to them. So who you should be pointing your finger at is who passed the law for them to get what they're getting. Who are the men, because it's predominantly men, who are writing these bills, passing it in Congress, and then it gets signed by the president. So who are the men that are accountable for giving it to them? Who are the men that are passing laws for your tax dollars to fund it when you're middle class and you're poor instead of the big corporations who pay zero dollars and who said that they can pay zero dollars in taxes? Who passed that law? And who's letting them get away with it? Who has always allowed them to get away with it? So, I thought to myself and I said, there's only been one group of men who was able to write laws and constitutions and and bills and everything else. Only one group of men. And they were the ones that created supremacy. And in the system of supremacy, they said, staying in lane for proximity so you can be safe. And while this is what they said or this is what they implied, if you were middle class and you were poor, those rules did not apply to you. The laws that were passed, written and passed, did not apply to you. So while you were upholding supremacy to be in proximity to safety, in the end, you suffered. And it was to your detriment. So why are you blaming somebody else for your detriment instead of taking it to where it belongs? At one point in time, do you open up your eyes and say, they didn't, they're not the issue. The migrant is not the issue. The LGBT, the BIPOC, they're not the issue. Who wrote it? Who put it in a bill? Who passed it? Why hadn't some of those old outdated laws been updated? Why weren't you opening your mouth and putting the camera on these people and applying pressure on these people to say, you work for me, I don't work for you. You're supposed to be doing things for the greater good. Because when you do things for the greater good, 
There's favor coming from somewhere, whether I want to call it God, whether I want to call it forefathers, whether I want to call it ancestors, whether I want to call it Mother Nature, whether I want to call it good karma, Mother Earth, whatever I want to call it, there's favor from something when things are done for the greater good. But there are some people that are just so stubborn and set in their pride that they rather sacrifice themselves in that detriment than to make these people remember that they work for you. They're willing to risk their lives and their children's lives and their grandchildren's lives to their own detriment. And it makes no sense to me. Because even the ones that are sitting in positions of authority will tell those who are beneath them, you need to remember that you are beneath me. And you need to stay in your place. And if you get out of place, you know what will happen to you. And they sit there like sitting ducks and eat that. The judgment from God that is on America, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use the word blame, but that's the best word that I could think of right now. I want to say it's all God's fault. I understand why he made the decision that he made with what little bit I know. The stubbornness of your pride, America, is why the consequences will be as severe as they're going to be. And those who have money that fled to other countries and continents ahead of time, they won't get away with it. They won't get away with it at all. They won't be free. Some of them will be sitting in Guantanamo Bay. You mark my words on that. The stubbornness and pride of America is why the civil war is on the horizon. I tell you when what happens to this particular person happens, and I keep telling y'all I won't say the name until it happens. That's one situation that's going to be the start of it. 
And I hope that people have enough common sense to go in the right direction. But I don't have that much hope because for decades, people have been brainwashed into pointing the finger in the wrong direction. There's another thing that's going to happen. I told y'all is going to be um, a bombing happening on a bridge. I told y'all to watch out for that. That's your. That's another mark of the Civil War. I also told y'all that Kamala will be president. That is another mark of the Civil War. We have three different situations that's going to tell you the sign of the time that you are in. And what you're going to see is that you're in an era of civil war. What will you do? The truckers in New York said they're not um, importing anything. And if you don't get nothing imported and you don't know how to make things from scratch, what will you do? New York and Chicago has been on the news and on social media for months. Months has been a hub. And California has been a hub when it comes to Laws changing. They they passed a law in California that if a person dies, you can cremate them and use them as use that as freaking fertilizer to grow crops. California had the hearing. I didn't check up on it, but the NRA went and, and, and had a hearing in California. To do away with the Second Amendment, which is your right to bear arms. Why would your country need you to be disarmed? Your military is already overseas. So not only is your military overseas, but you're disarmed. Why does your country want you to be that way? But yet people are still sitting and uphold supremacy. To their own detriment again. Because you're left high and dry. When the people that got money already left. They don't have anything to do with God. But they see the writing on the wall. They say I'm going to take my money. I'm going to head on out. Economists. Done left. The country is broke. Money is still circulating. But the country is broke. This is why they're making middle class poor and poor people poorer. They're making poor people homeless. And then it's against the law for you to be homeless. And then it's illegal for you to to feed the homeless people. Why would your country do something like that? Do you think that that's part of God's judgment on America? A small snippet of it being pride. Some people don't have no pride at all. Going back to the lady, the young lady that had to snap EBT something was in Walmart at the Starbucks. 
She didn't have no shame about putting it on social media that that's what she was getting. So another lady that said, oh, I've been getting it for years. And it has never been like this. Another lady putting food up on the counter. And it was so much of it. But the point was she was recording, somebody was recording it for her. With the caption of snap EBT something, food stamp something. You have no pride. I saw somebody, I don't, I don't know if it was a parade, a carnival or whatever's going on, but the clothes is becoming less and less, less. So one lady would, she got the whole headdress on and the top part going on. It was enough to cover up her nipples and then the thing part, her cooter cat was covered, but in the back, it was a thong and her, her whole ass cheeks was out and, and, and in heels. And this is how you outside at the little festivity. Saw a man dancing. He had on a tight bodysuit. And he was popping his hips and all kind of things was popping. Circle jerking. How degenerate could you be? How much more degeneracy do you want to descend into? People fought and died just to dress a certain way and cover themselves up and to carry themselves a certain way. And you want to be in public. pretty much naked. Every time a law changes, something else happens that's detrimental. And I'm seeing people still in all their stubbornness and all of that hate that they have in their heart and how judgmental they are with no empathy and compassion for anybody else, just pointing the finger yet again in the wrong direction. All the children can't read. It's the school's fault. Do you think that's a judgment of God? Oh, if you write in script, then Gen Z can't read it. Do you think that's a judgment of God? When God gave the Levites instructions of how their wardrobe should be, what part of their body was exposed? Was the ass cheeks out? Were you able to see nipples?
24 hours to live, where will you go? What would you do? Would you deny that you're about to die? Pluto in Aquarius, the 11th house of the natal chart. 20 years of Pluto being in Aquarius. We're at the end of history. Pluto being a symbol or the planet of history. And after 20 years, Pluto will go into Pisces, which is the 12th house, the last and the final house of the natal chart. And if you think you've seen weird weather, or if you think the next 20 years will be weird weather, you will not have seen anything until Pluto enters Pisces. We're talking about water. We're talking about water doing serious destruction to landmarks, states, islands. Is there one who's fasting and praying in a neighborhood, in a town, in a village, in a city? Is there one? Is there an atheist that's having a conversation with God? Did you hear about the city that I think is a multi-billion dollar city that, let me pull it up because I took a screenshot of it. Hold on. Yeah, a $100 billion city that's being built in Saudi Arabia where all of the Jews around the world who are the Zionist Jews are supposed the Zionist Jews and the elites are supposed to live within this city in Saudi Arabia. Did you hear about that? Why would they spend $100 billion to build a city for all of the Zionist Jews? Why would they build it in Saudi Arabia? Why would Jews live in a place where there's mostly Arabs or the religion of Muslim. Why would they do that? Biden passed a, uh, a bill that cancels $1.2 billion in student loan debt. For 153,000 borrowers, but you have to owe less than $12,000 and you had to been paying off on that debt over the last 12 years or 10 years, something like that. 
If you don't know about prophecy being fulfilled or biblical text prophecy being fulfilled when it comes to this Saudi Arabia city, you know what's going to have all the glitz and all the glamour and all the wonderfulness on this piece of land. Separating themselves from the world. They either want to force the hand of God to make something happen or they want to stop something from happening. You can't be the fake house of Israel. So while you're pretending to be the fake house of Israel on Saudi Arabia land, in, in Saudi Arabia, and in, in, in a Muslim religion, first of all, <laughs> in biblical text, um, that religion in particular is not something that God called people to. He actually said, uh, not to embrace religion at all. So the question becomes, who created the Muslim religion? And why did they do that? So while they're all in on this land that they're going to push other people out of, And take the, 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 the Jews from all over the world and put them right here in this part of the land. Right here in that part. What do they plan on doing to everybody else? Including the Nazis and the Klansmen and the Japanese people. What do they plan on doing to everybody else? Something to think about. I just wanted to come on and give some of that food for thought. It's critical thinking skills. You have to ask yourself very important questions. You have to open up your eyes. Be open-minded and see the truth for what it actually is. Thank you for spending about 45 minutes with me. Please listen to as many available podcasts as you can. I have already started deleting podcasts. By the end of the year, by December 31st, 2024, this entire podcast will be gone. You can follow the Caribbean Astrologer over on TikTok, it will be there until TikTok decides to delete it, deactivate it, cancel it, whatever they choose to do. I will keep running my mouth and telling the truth until that profile is no longer there. 
once it's, once TikTok removes that profile from off of TikTok, I will not be creating another one. So it's very important that you have these things in mind, that you meditate on these things, that you use your new moons and your full moons strategically, and that you figure out what you're going to do. I went to do a T to the place where they do a TSA pre-check and I saw the lines that was there. <laughs> and I had an appointment. I wasn't able to be seen by the person that I was being seen by till an hour later after my appointment. And that says a lot. If you don't already have your passport, I suggest you get one. I've made this suggestion before. I'll say it again. If you are Caucasian, you'd be better off going to a, a country that is predominantly Caucasian. If you are melanated, you would be better off going to a country that is predominantly melanated. Because when the civil war happens in this country and God does what he's going to do to the lineage of Esau, the Edomites, the Amaleks, or Amalekites, you are going to be the brunt of everything, the blunt of all the blame of all nationalities around the world because everybody knows who is the upholders of supremacy. Everybody knows how barbaric supremacy is. Everybody knows. Especially we're looking at what's going on in the Middle East in this time, at this time. Where it looks like one race is completely brutal to another race. And those that have eyes to see and ears to hear have enough critical thinking skills to say to themselves, the same thing that's happening between that group and that group is the same thing that's going to happen over here in America between this group and that group. So when God do what he do, you be better off in the right country, in the right continent. You won't be liked. You will be People, the way that people are going to go in on social media, especially that Twitter X where people can really say what they want to say. You're going to say, oh, my God, they're so cruel. How could they? It's the same cruelty that was dished out. That will be returning to the face of whiteness. You are forewarned and you are free to do whatever you want to do. Shalom.